The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Today on 2020, we celebrate a 20-year milestone for a ministry that was pioneered through the miraculous healing of a Sydney nurse. Linda Scott fell down a cliff while hiking in a ravine in the Blue Mountains after going on a walk with friends. After two years of pain, the then 26-year-old was healed through prayer in front of 180 health professionals at a healthcare summit in Australia. As a result, LL Ministries was born. Linda joins us to share her story of courage and faith and overcoming personal tragedy following a life-changing accident. Linda, thanks for joining us on 2020. It's my pleasure. Now, first tell us, what happened all those years ago in the lead-up to the fall? Well, at the time I was young and I was keen to serve God. I'd finished university and I was working in Sydney as a nurse. I, I decided to leave my job, actually, and do a mission training course um, with the potential of sort of going overseas to um, do mission work. And as part of this mission training, um, we had to do faith trips. Um, anything that, what the goal of a faith trip was, was to stretch you and make you to trust God. The leaders had set this challenge for us and they dropped us off in this um, ravine and gave us instructions and told us we had to walk so far up this ravine and camp the night. And later in that day, we found that the leaders had actually followed us and then um, they sort of changed the um, instructions for us and um, they came in and they... Um, they weren't really very happy with us at the time. And so as part of what happened, they said, what we're going to do now is we're going to hike back to where you camped last night. And I know in my heart, I think my heart dropped, actually. <laughs> I felt so sick because I thought, I, you know, it was a very isolated ravine. We didn't have many torches. As our group got split up, I was right at the back. and But I stepped across and um, at this rocky outcrop and my foot, it slipped. And I was holding onto the trees, but it let go, and um, I started to fall. I was um, unable to move at the bottom of the cliff. I think everybody that was around me was, um, well, at first they thought I was dead because they looked down and shone their torches down and looked, and there was blood all around my head, and I was lying there motionless. It was a very traumatic night. Uh, some of the, One of the leaders actually had to hike out, in the night and um, find paramedics and then walk them back in. They couldn't fly in or anything, so it wasn't till the middle of the night that the paramedics arrived. I um, was flown out in the morning um, and I was flown to Westmead Hospital. I had a uh, fractures around my eye. I had a brain injury. I had uh, four fractures down, the transverse processes in my the right side of my spine, and I had massive trauma in in my back. And I had the biggest black eye I'd ever seen as well. But I just had, my body was just completely and utterly beaten up. I was more or less dismissed from hospital um, saying, you know, you'll be right, <laughs> which actually I wasn't. Now, you've written a book about your journey. You say in that book called Linda, 
um, that forgiveness actually played a crucial role in your recovery after your accident. Tell us a little bit about that. The issue of forgiveness probably didn't really start at the beginning. I think I was so traumatised it took some time before I actually came to it, probably a year or so. Um, That first year, um, things went downhill pretty fast. I couldn't return to work. Um, I wasn't able to, um, to, to function normally. Um, and things sort of went from bad to worse emotionally. Things deteriorated. I depression, and I suppose the focus eventually of my hurt and maybe anger directed towards the leaders of the um, mission school who'd taken us on the hike, and it actually put us in that dangerous situation that um, I was faced with. It was the the one leader particularly um, that that really I think I was angry with the most. And the following year, as I started to um, start processing that, I start I decided to have counselling. And the goal of my counselling was to forgive this leader, just to work through all the feelings, um, the control that this leader exerted. Um, the goal was to f- forgive him. And um, that was what my intention was and that was what I knew I had to do to be free from it. And so that was what um, I worked towards every day. Now, tell us what happened at the Healthcare in Christ conference. I went to this conference and it was called Evangelism, Healing and Deliverance. And I kind of thought those three words were a funny three words to put together because I didn't really understand, you know, what the conference was really going to be about. But I soon learned that evangelism, healing and deliverance was actually the core ministry of Jesus. And um, LL Ministries had been invited to Australia by um, Healthcare in Christ and they had their very first conference in Melbourne and then followed that on with the Sydney conference, which was the one I was at. And Peter and Fiona Horobin and a small team had come over to teach uh, what they learned about bringing healing um, to people. And I was so gripped by the teaching. I, I, was, I was still so tired and in so much pain, but I was so gripped by it, I didn't want to miss a single minute. I was hearing that there was hope of healing for people who'd had accidents and, and who'd been tra- severely traumatised. And they offered to pray for me that night in front of this conference, which was full of all these health professionals. There was doctors and nurses and social workers, physiotherapists, um, anaesthetists. There was, um, it was just amazing the, the number of people that were there. But, um, before, the, before it started, I was afraid, really, to have, have prayer because I'd had prayer so many times before. And, and so what Peter and Fiona started to do was they started to pray for me at the age and the time um, that I was at the, ac- at the accident. And so what actually happened, which was totally unexpected, was that I fell to the floor and landed like in the position like I was when I was at the bottom of the cliff. And I started to feel all the pain again, all the pain in my chest as I was lying in the rocks for hours and the difficulty in breathing because of it and the headache and the pain and the throbbing and my back and all the things. And I 
I really felt like I was back at the bottom of the cliff again. But as I was, the Holy Spirit started bringing healing to me. And Peter and Fiona were praying as they were led by the Spirit. And we went through a whole range of things. Um, I actually have written the full transcript of the prayer ministry in my book. But um, one of the things that we did get to in the ministry was um, Peter said to me, Linda, can you forgive the leader that took you on the hike? And I, I remember my heart nearly stopped because I kind of went, oh. And I, I had this knowing all in that half a second that if I did not forgive him, that I would not be healed and that I wouldn't go any further. And I also knew that in forgiving him, I had to actually release um, release him from my judgment and not um, complain about him anymore. And um, all of this happened in about a second in my head, but I said, yes, I'll forgive him. And as I forgave him, the whole thing of healing was then, the, was then released um, even more. Um, I mean, I didn't understand any of this at the time, but I've since learned that um, the demonic can have access to us when we have a major accident or trauma because we're actually very, very vulnerable spiritually and that is a time that he can um, take advantage of. And that was what had happened to me. Now, Linda, tell us, um, the book actually describes that your body actually contorted in ways that was humanly impossible to do unaided. Is that right? Well, so I'm told. <laughs> I didn't actually see it. I just felt it. I was just being stretched. Um, I mean, some people probably do do this, <laughs> but it was certainly something that I couldn't do, um, given the injuries that I'd had and the back pain and everything. But it was just an amazing thing that the Holy Spirit did. Um, and and the, the health professionals... Um, validated and saw and witnessed was just this amazing um, like divine physiotherapy that I had and it was just extraordinary. Now you also decided to drop the lawsuit not long after that. Well I went back um, home after all of this and it was all wonderful and I was surrounded by all these people with love and healing and uh, teaching and it was just amazing but then I went back home and there was nobody at home that had been where I'd been and I didn't quite know how to how to go forward first of all I was on a, a disability pension and I, I wondered well what should I do about that and I think I asked the Lord there one day and he just said stop the pension but then the secondary step of the whole thing was this lawsuit because I was considering um a public liability claim because of the injuries I'd suffered and the loss of income and my medical expenses and the leader of the group um, really, they promised they were going to support me and then they didn't. And um, I was in the shower one day and I was, I was just thinking about it and praying about it. And the Holy Spirit just dropped the most amazing thing into my spirit and he said to me, mercy never comes cheap, it costs Jesus his life. And I think um, at the time I just got the bill of how much it was going to cost me to drop the lawsuit from the solicitor and it was going to cost me thousands of dollars to drop it. And I was like, I had no money. That was the whole point. <laughs> and um, here I was, I was going to have to pay to drop it. But that was what Jesus said. Mercy never comes cheap. It cost Jesus his life. And so what I did was that I actually had to work 
um, week in, week out, earn the money, and each week or fortnight, I think it might have been, I used to go into the solicitors and bit by bit I paid off the solicitor and I paid off the debt. Oh, Linda, now that, that's just the beginning of your story. You, you marry, you have a yeah. family, but you also share in your book that you went through your own Job experience. Linda will share more of her testimony very soon. We are back with Linda Scott as we celebrate a 20-year milestone for a ministry that was pioneered through her restoration to wholeness. Now, LL Ministries will celebrate 20 years of operation in September. Now, Linda, before the break, you were sharing about that moment 20 years ago. You you write in your book that forgiveness actually played a, a crucial role in your recovery after your accident. Tell us a little bit about how you met that leader. You came face to face uh, with him when your book was released. Yes, I'd been invited by LL Ministries to um, speak at their conference down in Sydney. And so I went to Sydney and... I was sitting at the breakfast table and looked across and there was that leader and I couldn't believe it. Um, But I was just amazed that God gave me that opportunity. I went and spoke to him in the lunch break and I gave him a copy of my book and we talked about it. He asked me to forgive him. I was able to say to him face to face that I had forgiven him and it was just the most amazing thing. 16 years later, I now knew that I'd been set free and um, that had no um, that forgiveness journey had been so extraordinary but it really did take time. Following that time, I guess, of release from the accident and from, I guess, forgiving that man, you then marry but then you have your own Job experience. You grieve the loss of, of three children. Can you share a little bit about that and, and the pain of that? I did, I did actually. Um, I mean, we got. I found my husband, Lee, and he was the most wonderful man. And as you do when you first get married, and I was so excited, we wanted to have children. And in our first pregnancy, we had a late miscarriage. And um, we were told how common that was. And then, so it was like, okay, let's, you know, see if we can have another child. And everything was going good, and we were halfway through the pregnancy, and then it actually happened again. And so we actually lost two children in sort of a very short period of time. And so I was actually really um, traumatised by this time, but after the second one. But then the Lord really blessed us um, uh, by faith and um, having... I had some prayer ministry at LL Ministries. We were actually able to have our, our first-born child, Kiralee. She was born um, the following year as a result of a, also a promise that God gave me. And that was a real blessing. And we had another daughter, Jasmine. Everything was going great with her. And then at 16 weeks, she actually died of a cot death. And so, you know, life can be so full of ups and downs. We never know really what's coming. But I think the thing I've really learned in the whole process is that even through hard times that we can trust God. And that was something that in this whole whole thing of having children, it was a real walk of faith. God gave me the strength and the courage to actually have more children and he actually gave us another two children, Laura and Isaac. And so for each child that we lost, God actually gave us a child back. And so really like the blessing of Job that you referred to, um, I I feel really blessed to have our family. I I guess a lot of people would would feel differently. How, How do you have that outlook that you have? I think it's just in trusting God. Uh, I, I've, I've been through hardships. You know, I've just 
told you some of them. Um, but it's in seeing God um, bring uh, restoration. I thought, well, how could I not trust him? Just because the challenge is different. Um, you know, I trust him. I know he, he can bring healing and he's just brought so many answers to my prayers um, that I can't do anything but trust him. Even through hardships I'm currently facing, you know, um, I just trust him. And out of all of this, um, good will come. And so it's interesting him, I believe, is the key to it all. And Linda, tell me, why did you write the book? It, it would have taken you through all of that pain a, a second hmm. time. Um, what, why, why put pen to paper? I suppose in doing it, my heart was to encourage people to trust Jesus through the hard times that they face and in saying, you know, Jesus really does heal today. And that was what I wanted to share with people, um, is that Jesus heals today and he healed me. Um, and he's walked me through so many challenging things and he's still walking with me. And so that's why I wrote the book. Now, I understand it's now in Hebrew, Russian, yeah. Romanian and Dutch. I mean, that's amazing. Absolutely. Yes, I've been totally blessed by um, each edition. Um, we're actually really involved in um, bringing about the Hebrew um, translation um, through um, the supporters in Australia. We actually were able to finance the Hebrew edition of the book, but um, the different teams around the world with LL Ministries have been able to produce um, the Russian um, translation, Romanian. It's just um, going into Dutch now, and I, I expect there will be other editions too, but I'm just continually amazed and blessed by all that the Lord's done through it. And, and for those that want to know more about LL Ministries, how do they get in touch? Um, well, LL's website is www.ll, which is E-L-L-E-L.org. And um, I've just actually written a forward for Peter Horovan's new book. It's called um, Healing from the Consequences of Accident, Shock and Trauma. So he's actually um, written a book um, more from a teaching point of view, whereas mine is sort of more from a testimony point of view. It's, um, it's available through the LL website as well. That's great, Linda. We've been speaking to Linda Scott as uh, she celebrates a 20-year milestone since she's been healed and also a milestone for the ministry that was pioneered through her restoration and wholeness. Linda, thank you for joining us on 2020. Oh, it's been great to share with you, Janine. Thank you so much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.